Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll free on numbers 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. We'll be joined by the former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, in just a minute, uh, responding, obviously, to the situation in Ukraine. We'll talk about Iran. Uh, we'll talk about China. A lot on the table to worry about, North Korea even. Um, but President Zelensky, in an interview over the weekend, invited Joe Biden, said Joe Biden should come to Ukraine. We watched Boris Johnson do it. Why hasn't Biden you know, been out there? He was right next to Ukraine when he was in Poland. Then Zelensky says something that really caught my attention. He accused world leaders of empty rhetoric and saying the words never again to genocide. Senator Steve Daines of Montana was there. He saw the mass graves. He saw the atrocities. He saw dead men, women, and children. And he's been talking about it. Nobody seems to pay a whole lot of attention to it. And then Zelensky says the world needs to worry about Russia using a nuclear weapon and says he can't give any definitive numbers as the city of Mariupol has, has pretty much turned into rubble. Ninety-five uh, percent of that city has been bombed to smithereens. Listen. Do you want President Biden to come here? Yes. Is yes. There, are there any plans for him to come? I think he will. You think I he think, will? I think he will. And I think he, but it's, it's no, no. I mean, it, it's his decision, of course, and and about the safety situation, it depends. I mean that, but I think I think he's the leader of the United States, and that, that that's why he should come here to see. When the world says never again, do they ever mean it? I don't believe the world. After we we see what's going on in Ukraine, we do, we we. I, I mean that I don't believe to this feeling that we we should believe to the to the some countries or some leaders we don't believe the words after escalation of russia we don't believe our neighbors we don't believe all all of this even i don't believe documents because we also had a budapest memorandum i think you know all, all the details of this for me that is just just a piece of paper 
and and cost nothing and and that's it so we we just believe contradic pragmatic things if you are our friends or partners give us weapon give us hand give us support us give us money and stop russia kick russia you can do it the director of the cia warned that he's worried putin might use a tactical nuclear weapon in this fight are you worried not only me i think we all, all, all of the world all the countries have to be worried because you, you know that it can be not real information but it, but it can be truth true because when they began to speak about uh, one or another battles or uh, involves uh, enemies or nuclear weapons or chemical some chemical you know issues chemical weapons they should do it they could do it i mean so they they can they, for for them life of the people is nothing that's why we should think not not uh, not be afraid i mean that not be afraid be ready but uh, but that is not the question for to ukraine and not only for the ukraine for all the uh, for all the world i think so what can be done to help the people of mariupol The situation is very difficult in Mariupol. It's clear that things won't get better. With each passing day, it's growing more unstable. Unfortunately, it is difficult for different reasons. I will not talk about the cruelty with which the Russian authorities have treated Mariupol, the Russian military. There are two components. No one knows how many people died among the civilian population. If anyone gives you a figure, it would be a total lie. Hundreds of thousands were evacuated. All right, joining us now, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is with us. You know, the two things that I see the world has fallen short on as it relates to Putin's invasion of Ukraine is, one, I think we fell short on getting the weaponry they need to fight and defend their country fast enough. And still we have Western European and NATO allies relying on Russian energy. And why aren't we solving that? You know, Sean, I, I think those are both spot on. Uh, we, we, we collectively, not just the United States, but the West, the Europeans whose backyard this is in, were, were slow with weapon systems. They were, they, were, they were late in delivering actually committed weapon systems. And then the weapon systems they committed to were uh, too small and didn't quite meet the needs of what the Ukrainians actually needed to be successful, to win, to drive the Russians back a second today. Even as we sit here, uh, the Europeans are underwriting this horror that we're seeing in Ukraine. Right? They're buying energy from them. This is underwriting Vladimir Putin. It is his lifeline. It is his financial lifeline. And we, we all know this, this war gets fought out as much economically as it does on the ground. And you know, when I watch President Biden say, well, we've sanctioned everything we can, they, they left banks unsanctioned. They left major financial institutions unsanctioned. It wasn't a serious effort to actually drive down the ruble, drive up the cost for the Russians, and make Vladimir Putin make the difficult decision about whether he wanted to fight on in the face of a global economic onslaught on him and his leadership team. The, when I look at the Ukrainians, I think they've shown incredible courage, valor, 
when given the weaponry to to fight back uh, an army that is far outgunning them and outmanning them and do it with great effectiveness. It's an insurgency battle that's proven it can work. Uh, but if you look at the, the entire country, I mean, we have now a city like Mariupol that is in rubble. Um, you see, it, we, have, we had, I guess, Senator Danes was there last week, and he saw the mass graves in Busha. And it's devastating. We hear other reports of 900 is up to nearly a thousand people in a mass grave. And that's including innocent men, women and children. What should the American doctrine be here? Uh, I saw that Senator Chris Coons had, had mentioned from from Maryland that he thought it might be a good idea to put American boots on the ground. I am dead set against that. Oh, Sean, you know, Zelensky has it. President Zelensky and the Ukrainians haven't asked for the 82nd Airborne or the 101st Air Assault, right? What they've asked for is the tools that they need to continue to put the whoop on the Russians, as they have. It's been remarkable to watch. Uh, imagine if when the Biden administration had known last fall, when they knew Vladimir Putin was about to undertake precisely the type of activity he's undertaken, this aggression. Um, imagine if they had begun to provide with any missile systems, and air defense systems, intelligence systems, all, all the things that would have been a cohesive force multiplier for the Ukrainian defense services. I'm confident they would have even been more successful. But even today, you watch the Biden administration all hesitate, be slow, hold more meetings. Uh, but the time is now. The, the Vladimir Putin is not going away. He's going to continue this assault. We, we've seen it with just the last 24 hours of activity inside of Ukraine. We should continue to provide the Ukrainians the tools they need. We don't need to send our kids there. The Europeans should do their part. And when we do, uh, this, the, the idea, the, the idea that says that the United States will do the things it needs to do to help sovereign nations defend themselves when they're prepared to do so, whether that's the Taiwanese or someplace else, um, th- those will be things that world leaders across the globe will understand. They'll see that we're good for our word. And when we do, uh, the risk that we'll have, the horrors that we're seeing in Ukraine take place will be reduced elsewhere in the world as well. You know Vladimir Putin. You've negotiated again with Vladimir Putin. Do you agree with President Zelensky that the world needs to worry about Russia using nuclear weapons? Of course. Vladimir Putin, if threatened, if he feels like his regime is at risk, whether that's from inside or outside, uh, will use the tools of weapons of mass destruction he feels like he needs to do to protect himself. I, I don't think the probability of this is particularly high at this point. But if we're, if we're counting on Vladimir Putin to exercise restraint, I think we have seen evidence that this is a ruthless, nasty thug who is smart enough to know that he uh, um, has uh, watched his military fail. And if he feels like his regime is about to fall, I am very confident that he will use the tools he feels like he needs to use to defend his continued stay in power, whether that be chemical weapon systems or even greater terror on civilian populations, or I pray it doesn't come to be nuclear weapons themselves. All right, quick break. We'll come back more with former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on the other side. 800-941-SEAN, our number. We'll get to your calls at the bottom of the hour. All right, we continue with former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. So do you agree with my assessment that the U.S., NATO allies, Western European countries have been slow in getting the necessary military aid to Ukraine? And and I think you nailed it. I mean, it's the intelligence they need, missile defense systems, uh, air defense systems, javelins, stingers, tanks. And I'm not sure why Joe Biden, you know, vetoed the 
the MIGs that Poland was was offering Zelensky. I'm not sure exactly why they canceled a delivery of, of attack helicopters last week as well. Um, that makes no sense to me because I believe if if the world is able to stop Vladimir Putin and his territorial ambitions in Ukraine, the world is going to be better off in the end. And I don't think most people have the sense of urgency that's needed for a conflict like this with an insurgency resolved army of Zelensky to win. I mean, they need the equipment, and if they don't get it, they can't win. Hey, Sean, we, we've seen this now for months, not just weeks. I, I don't know if folks think, talk about this uh, being six, eight, ten weeks on. Truth is, we could have been providing these tools to them for many, many months. Uh, frankly, I've watched the Biden administration behave in a way that was reactive, right? They allowed Vladimir Putin to have the strategic uh, the strategic hand and, and guide the direction of this. When he decided he wanted to attack in the north, we simply responded there. Uh, we, we should have done an awful lot more to provide the Ukrainians with the tools that they needed early on. Uh, it's still There's still time, uh, but I still watch the delay. I can't figure out why those helicopters haven't moved either. The Biden team talks about the risk of provoking Vladimir Putin. Um, I think we've demonstrated that those kinds of weapon systems, those operational tactical weapon systems, aren't going to uh, cause Vladimir Putin to behave in a way that is escalatory. Um, he's made his decision about how he wants to fight this war. We should provide the Ukrainians with tools they need to push back against it. They've they've shown not only resolve and bravery, but really good tactical capabilities as well to do just that. They they need these weapons. They need um, additional ammunition. And that, we talk about the nature, but there's something that is really important about the volume of the weapon systems we provide to them. We should do it. Uh, we can afford to do it. Uh, they're willing to pay for these things. We ought to get them to them just as quickly as we can. The time is upon us, Sean. You recently found it important enough to go over to Taiwan, and I think we all know the President Xi of China is is watching the, the, what the events unfolding here very closely. Uh, he certainly has been aggressive in his territorial ambitions, and he's not been quiet about, quote, reunification, his words, not mine, with Taiwan. We both know that would be a takeover of Taiwan. Very aggressive uh, invasion of Taiwan's airspace with, with Chinese fighter jets. Uh, that is ongoing. It would appear that 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 plan that that seems like the next card that's going to fall here, um, and I'm not sure that Taiwan will be able to put up much of a fight, and I'm not sure America has the stomach under this president to do what would be necessary to provide the people of Taiwan with the weaponry that they can fight off the Chinese. Sean, when you when you lose the idea that America will simply do the things that it said it would do to protect its own interests, right? We have deep American interests that are connected to Taiwan. Not just everyone talks about semiconductors. That's a big deal. But there are enormous uh, American interests in our economy and things that matter to every American that take place in Taiwan each and every day. But this is the window, Sean. This before uh, the first missile, before the first ship is launched across the strait to attack Taiwan. This is the window to provide those tools, those armaments, the training that the Taiwanese need. And we shouldn't limit it to that. We should make sure that the Japanese are doing their part, that the South Koreans and Australians are doing their part, that Every country in the region who is threatened by the Chinese Communist Party, be it Taiwan or someplace else, gets access to the best weapon systems that would prevent them or permit them to be able to defend their own sovereignty and importantly send the right message to Xi Jinping, the leader of the Chinese Communist Party, that says, no, you're going to, we're going to deter you. We're going to stop you. The cost of you taking that kind of action is going to be really, really high. Don't even try it. This, this is what we worked on diligently, day in and day out in the Trump administration, to establish well, a model. It's interesting. Of the, none of this happened under Donald Trump, and there wasn't a threat of it. This revitalized 
or new version of this Iranian deal, I hear would free up, you know, tens of billions of dollars for the Iranian mullahs that chant death to America. Uh, we have Russia, quote, brokering or helping negotiate this deal, which is a form of insanity to me. Um, also, the po possibility that the Iranian Revolutionary Guard would be taken off American no-fly list. That's insane. This is the number one state sponsor of terror. And, and these are the people that are their elite fighting force. Uh, then the possibility that Putin would build a nuclear facility there and that we would import oil from iran uh, you've been reading the reports as i have is is this really under consideration because that's that's madness to me it appears that it is it is absolutely nutty there is no logic to arming the ayatollah who has killed hundreds of americans who threatens israel with its destruction it's wiping it off the face of the earth the little satan we're the big satan to provide them with billions of dollars in money some of which, Sean, will go to, you talked about their deals with Russia, some of which will end up in Vladimir Putin's hands where he'll go kill Ukrainians. I mean, this is this is nonsense. And He's already you know, getting I'd from... I don't only to that. Don't forget these missiles we've seen fired from North Korea over the last few weeks. Uh, these are yeah, range that... different in kind. This is uh, uh, The risk of cascading crises is very real. Well, unless we get the adults back in charge, uh, I'm not feeling very confident about the prospects of things working out well. Uh, I said that to you at the beginning of this year, long before this invasion of Ukraine, and, and I think we're both we've both been on the same page here. Uh, always a pleasure to have you, former Secretary of State you, Mike Pompeo. Uh, thank you, sir, for being with us. We'll continue. the mainstream press talking about this stuff sean hannity is on the radio all right 25 till the top of the hour 800-941 sean you want to join us so joe's cognitive decline precipitous decline continues i mean it was the strangest thing last week and i mentioned this earlier when he finishes remarks and then he turns to his right to shake somebody's hand and he puts his hand out there and then he kept it there and there's nobody there, nobody even around him. And then after, you know, however many seconds go by, he just, oh, let me let me go walk this way. Turns around, walks the other way. I, I, I mean, it's just bizarre. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. Joe Biden attempting to read a children's book with Joe Biden. Listen. Okay, so I'm going to quickly read brown bear brown bear so you're all not soaking wet and they're not gonna let me read it all <laughs> i'll let you here you can start us off can you oh here can I'll i read backwards read page. go ahead brown bear brown bear what do you see i see a bird looking at me now you got it okay yellow duck yellow duck what do you see i see a blue horse looking at me blue horse it's just bizarre. He's just not there. And then Joe Biden is told by Jill Biden to just sit there and then told by Jill Biden to wave to his, his wife saying all this to him, giving instructions. Listen. <laughs> okay, just stay. Just sit. Thank you and happy, happy Easter. All 
Wave. Wave. I mean, they, I don't know whether to laugh or cry at this point. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, well, where, where do you stand on this race in in Ohio? Where do you stand in North Carolina, New Hampshire? I haven't made my determination yet. And in large part, because I haven't talked to the people. And I do it by on a case-by-case basis. And I know that in Ohio, the president over the weekend uh, endorsed J.D. Vance. And apparently he had said some things pretty anti-Trump and anti-Trump voters. And, and that became a big controversy over the weekend. Uh, but uh, since then had become a, a strong proponent of the president. Uh, and I guess some type of understanding must have been mad. In ter- I, from what, I, what I've heard and what I've read is that a lot of apologies were given. Um, I now have another one. I used to live in Georgia, and New Gingrich's sixth district was right where I, around where I lived, and uh, it's since been redrawn. But um, anyway, but Newt, by the way, it's uh, Newt used to represent the sixth, and there's a guy that I know, Jack, Jake Evans, is his name, and. You know, he's supporting Newt, supporting him for Congress. I'm supporting him for Congress. And after 2020, I know Georgians need to step up and elect bold and unafraid American first conservatives. Uh, and like Newt, Newt Gingrich before me, um, Jake Evans is the only candidate I see in that race that I trust to never waver from these America first principles. And, and that's my criteria. It's not friendship. And Jay, by the way, I've never met Jake Evans. I just looked at the platform. All right, let's get to the phones. Ed is in Florida. Ed, how are you? You're smart. We're dumb. We should be down there with you. Yes, there's uh, been something on my mind for a long time that uh, I hope that you can answer because you talk with the people in high places. And uh, I think I speak for a lot of us when I ask you, why does nothing ever happen when we have an ever-growing mountain of smoking guns uh, like the, uh, you know, the, the servers and the diary and the election fraud and the pay-to-play, and the list goes on and on. But my question is, is there nobody on on our side who has any power to do anything about this? You the know, guys it, that are it, out there it, fighting it is, for us? It, yeah. It's a phenomenon. Like, for example, if you look at John Durham and, and his recent filings, for example, and, and Durham's very, very clear, and, and he's been out there that the CIA found data alleging Trump-Russia collusion the connection was not even technically plausible that it was user created and and they went into great detail i know that uh, foxnews.com went into great detail and so they're going to seek immunity for a fusion gps employee during the the trial of clinton campaign lawyer michael sussman the whole thing was a lie and as a result of that you think of all right look at what they they did to this poor kid papadopoulos look what they did to carter page uh, look what they did to Roger Stone and Paul Manafort. And those, you know, you get pre-dawn raids, 20, 30 people, uh, CNN cameras in one case, and and quick convictions. And meanwhile, you know, Durham is still working on his report. I don't I don't have a good answer for you. You know, we've had this on a laptop since before right. the 2020 election campaign. And all these people that went out there and lied to us and said it was Russian disinformation, they had they they made these comments based on nothing, no evidence whatsoever. They did it just to make up a story, stick by the, the talking point, and lie to us, including fifty one former intelligence officials that that knew nothing at all about the laptop. 
and they told us it wasn't true. You know, all these connections, and we've gone into great specificity and detail that Joe Biden knew a hell of a lot more about Hunter's foreign business dealings that he ever let on and that he lied to us. And you and I both know if the last name was Trump, they, there would have been an impeachment by now. And it doesn't happen. So I, I can't give you an answer that you're going to like, but I've come to the conclusion that we don't have equal justice under the law anymore in America and, or equal application of our laws. And if this continues, we're not going to have a country anymore. This needs to be resolved. We can't be criminalizing political differences. And that's what's, that's what's happening. You can't have one set of standard for one group of people because of their political beliefs and a whole other set of standards for people that have contrary beliefs. And at some point, there's going to be a tipping point to all of this. And it's it's not going to be good for the United States of America in any way. And people are getting fed up with it. I'm getting fed up with it. Um, it just is so fundamentally unfair. It, look, if we had equal justice, Hillary Clinton, would, in my opinion, belongs in jail for deleting 33,000 emails. You know, we found out about bleach bit and hammers and and SIM cards removed, etc., you know, or those people that spread the, the Russia collusion hoax and the lie and their complicit spokespeople in the media mob, they're all guilty of this. Why any, Why hasn't anything happened? I can't give you a rational explanation. It, it, this case has been proven overwhelmingly. This, this show and people on this show have been vindicated. We were right. They were wrong the entire time. You can see it in the inspector general's report. You can see it in every filing now that Durham is making. But the people that are responsible are never held to account. So I don't know what to tell you. I'll give you the last word. Do where, uh, yes, sir. Do, do we know, like, where the logjam is? You know, these cases make it up the chain, and I guess they die on the vine somewhere. Where's the bottleneck? Uh, you know, where does it start and end? So it's that everywhere, and it's what we, this, this is what we refer to as the deep state, and it protects itself, and it keeps and maintains its power. And if anything, after all of this, my prediction is there's going to be more abuse of power and more corruption because they know they're going to get away with it, and they know their allies and the media will get away with it. Take something as simple as Joe Biden's cognitive decline. It's not. It's it's not. It's in, it, it's incontrovertible. The evidence is overwhelming. Everybody sees it. Our enemies see it. The Saudi in Saudi Arabia, they're, they're mocking Joe Biden, you know, kind of just the way Jill Biden was whispering in the ear of Joe this weekend. The same thing. They had a skit where it was Kamala Harris, you know, telling Joe what to say. And the world is, you know, what we're, what we're seeing is with a weak America, you can almost see the world's alliances now on very shaky ground. And we're living in a, tr a transitionary period where we don't know who's going to be aligned with who at the end of this. It's kind of scary. Anyway, Ed, we're going to keep fighting. November is going to be here soon enough. And that's when we can be most effective, in my view. Right now. busy phones we'll stay in florida eric is next eric how are you glad you called okay thank you sean for taking my call uh i'm yes, a sir. democrat but i will vote republican in november and there's two reasons why i'm switching uh reason number one 
is the agenda to teach gender identity to very young children. But first, let me say I am empathetic and I feel compassion towards people with gender identity problems, and I wish them well in their pursuit of happiness. I hold nothing against them, and I want us to all support them as much as possible. That being said... Especially, listen, if you're an adult... You know, you, you yeah. sh- in a free country, you should be able to make your own decisions. But I exactly. don't think if you're born biologically a man that you should be competing in, in women's sports. And I'll exactly. quote Caitlyn Jenner, exactly. who said it best. I'm not interested in someone's testosterone levels at the age of 22 after they have, have gone through this transition. I'm more, more, you know, what was their type? What were their testosterone levels when they were in puberty and when they were 17 and 18? And, and I think she nails it. But anyway, go ahead. Right. Exactly. We as a society must never forget that the absolute most important lesson a child can learn in school is to be self-confident. The Democrat Party does not understand that teaching very young children to ponder and question their own sexual identity could lead to self-doubt, indecisiveness rather than self-confidence. It seems Listen, like I, I even take it a step further than you, though. How about okay. we spend all this money on education more per capita than any other country in the industrialized world, and we get the worst results for our money? Yes. And how about we just focus we reading, writing, math, science, computers, and, and get our kids to lead the world in terms of an education? And if, and, and if schools really feel that this is imperative and this is important, and if some parents are unwilling to discuss these issues with their own children... And and the age appropriateness is a whole separate issue because they they're talking about kindergartners. They don't know anything about right. gender identity in kindergarten. I know. We played and a tape last a... week of a teacher saying, "Well, when a child is born, the doctor guesses whether it's a boy or a girl. The doctor's not guessing if it's a boy or a girl." And exactly. and yet this this goes this. I think it was a first grade class. Why are we teaching right. this to first graders when they can't I, read, I write, do math, science, yeah. and computers? Exactly. There was a physician senator from Kansas on Fox News a couple of weeks ago, and this doctor said that 80 percent of the children with gender dysphoria will outgrow it on their own. Apparently, nature and evolution have mechanisms to deal with gender dysphoria automatically. We don't well, remember Democrats the HHS to- secretary suggested in an exchange with Lauren Boebert uh, that, in fact, it's on the table consideration if parents do not go along with an underage child and their desire to have this surgery, which is life altering, that that Ugh. it's on the table that they would maybe take their, their kids away from the parents. I mean, that look, there comes a point as an adult, anyone yeah. should be able to make any decision they want. But as children, parents, you know what? They're not potted plants. They're actually meant to guide their children in the values that they believe that they deem are going to uh, help them and assist them and guide them through the rest of their life. And, uh, you know, the idea that the school thinks they're smarter than the parents is so outrageous to me. Can I tell you one more reason why I'm voting Republican? If we had taken the $85 billion worth of military equipment that we left on the ground in Afghanistan. And yes, we could have given it discount. to Ukraine. Well, yeah, we could have given it to Ukraine. We could have also sold it at a discount, uh, like 50 cents on the dollar to our NATO allies. We would have recouped. $42 billion in cash, and let's say that one electric vehicle charging station costs roughly a million dollars, I'm guessing, but that's a good round number, 
to build in the United States. $42 billion divided by $1 million per charging station equals 42,000 electric vehicle charging stations that could have been built here in the United States to help, you know, transition over to electric vehicles. I mean, it just sounds so stupid to me why we wasted all this money. Yeah, look, does any of this make sense? No. You know, it's day 247 that we abandoned Americans and Joe's never, never mentioned them again. It's unconscionable to me. And the worst part is, is we've got two years and what, eight months worth of this. And there's nothing really we can do. Now, in November, we can stop all legislative actions of the Democrats by taking the House and the Senate, or at least taking the House. The Senate will be more difficult, but I believe that it's very possible that we can take the Senate back. I hope we do, because it would be it would make the country that much more that much stronger and mitigate that much more damage. But we'll have to see. It's going to be up to all of you listening right now. You're going to have to get out there. Pay attention. You're going to have to vote. Anyway, appreciate the call. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. At the top of the hour, our Ari Fleischer will join us. He's like the communications guru of all time. Quick break. Right back. Born on America's darkest day, 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping American heroes ever since. And when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young kids are left behind, well, Tunnel to Towers, they pay the mortgage on the family home off to lift that financial burden. Now, for catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds, well, mortgage-free smart homes. That enables severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently And through the foundation's Homeless Vets program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless vets. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. And people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, they need your help more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate 11 bucks a month. Go to their website. It's the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that can be a lot of money. But are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. 